Okay, we have a live update for you here with the TMZ podcast. I'm Cameron. I'm Charlie. Huge update for you guys. So the court hearing just ended for Kim K and Kanye's marriage, and she is officially a single woman. This is huge. So we know that yesterday Kanye had just fired another attorney that he had, and he hired a new one. We thought that maybe this new attorney would come in today and kind of say like, hey, I don't really know enough about this case. Can we have a continuation? Instead, what ended up happening is a judge granted Kim's request to end her marriage and she is now single. Um, she was actually on a video call. Kanye was not. He was absent. But our sources close to Kanye say that he does, I guess, want to be single. So happy for both wow. of them. No more Kim Kardashian West. No more Kim Kardashian West. She's also dropping the last name as well, going back to Kim Kardashian. But um, you got to wonder, is Kim going to go celebrate with Pete tonight? Welcome to the TMZ podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Neff here. And Jason. Uh, okay, we are going to start again with just, honestly, in my lifetime, I'm trying to think of who, who is like Zelensky. Who did this where they could capture the imagination of the entire world in such an improbable way? I can't think of anybody. I can't I think of can't, anybody either. Well, you're, I'm also like nine times older than you. <laughs> True. So, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm really serious. I cannot think of a single individual in the world who did anything like this because again i mean he he's extremely popular but in a way he was popular like ronald reagan was popular yeah. that ronald reagan was this actor who was kind of beloved and then he gets elected but this is so different this is uh full winston churchill it's the best comparison there is yeah. in the 19 in you know under the blitzkrieg from the nazis he stood tall and when others wanted to capitulate he he uh, fought back and eventually won the war, and you know was hopefully... uh, was Winston Churchill on Dancing with the Stars? No, but he would have been. He was <laughs> cut a rug for sure. Um, but that, that this is the territory we're in here. I think it's been since World War II that we've seen a leader who an underdog leader like this stand tall for his people and be so beloved by the country as a hero. It's pretty incredible. And incredible. and and he you know look he got a huge like I think he got seventy percent of the vote when he ran in 2019, but still there were a lot of people there that weren't crazy about him and everything else, but he rose to the occasion. And, and I wonder, look, let's play this because he did something overnight while we were all sleeping. Uh, he gave another speech and it was so incredibly stirring. We've hardly slept for seven nights or we sleep, but anxiously, my dears, the time will come when we'll be able to sleep, but it'll be after the war, after the victory, in a peaceful country as we need. He goes on oh. to say, he goes on to say that basically we will achieve victory. Um, and, and, you know, he's, he's, an, he's very confident, but now he's confident with backup because the Ukrainian people are so behind this and so willing to fight and have been effective with the Russians. And look, the Russians ultimately could pulverize Ukraine if they want. I mean, everybody knows that. Well, aren't they stepping on the gas they with are the bombings today? Yes, but if they started doing carpet bombings and things like that, although, look, I mean, one of the things they've done is they've, they've bombed 
this very holy section of uh, an area of Ukraine where 30,000 Jews lost their lives in the Holocaust. And it's it's just a very sacred place. Remember, Zelensky is Jewish. Right. And um, and there's a huge memorial site there now. Which they've bombed. Right. And so, you know, the Russians are isolating themselves from the world right now. And Zelensky, you know, whatever happens, Russia is now doing this at, I think, an extreme cost. Yeah, there's a whole term called pirate victory where you lose more in the victory than you actually gain. A and, hollow victory. Right. It, it, look, look, as you said, Harvey, the, the Russian military is so much stronger than the Ukrainian military. Ultimately, if it's just a force of sheer brute force attack, they're, they're going to prevail to the extent that means anything. But they'll never hold the country. They'll never hold the people for any length of time. I mean, what we're looking towards at the best case scenario is some sort of dirty victory where Putin reclaims or claims certain Eastern territories and then, at and what then, cost? And, and then will own a country that hates him. Yes. Right. And, the, and these are folks who will not give up the resistance even if that happens. And it doesn't seem like the Russian people are very supportive of this at all. I saw like photos this morning of a bunch of uh, Russian soldiers that were like badly injured saying that they did not want to be a part of this war. They didn't want to be a part of the military. And of course, we saw videos last week of Russian people in the streets chanting that they want peace. They don't want this war. So it's just, it's really sad. It seems like the mind of one person. Yeah, it is. And a crazy person. A madman. He's gone... He's gone bonkers, which is the most terrifying thing of all. It's of really terrifying, yeah. and boy, can I? I don't even want to even raise a scenario of what could happen so in the don't. future. Yeah. So don't. So I won't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to move on. I, and I love this story. That look, Zelensky is such a stud and such a <laughs> hero that you know this was almost inevitable. But you know, he kind of ascended to a celebrity. Um, with a sitcom that he did called Servant of the People, where he actually played this role, that this improbable story of a school teacher who becomes president of Ukraine. And, you know, it's life imitating art. But this was a popular sitcom. Well, guess what? Now people are buying this sitcom because everybody wants to see Everyone's Zelensky. Everyone's interested in him and learning about his entertainment career before he became, you know, president of Ukraine. We've learned that he was the voice of Paddington in Ukraine. And then also he was on Dancing with the Stars, the Ukrainian version. So now we're learning about this, too. And I honestly want to see it. Sounds amazing. So the, the UK is picking this up. Channel 4 in the UK is picking it up. I, I it would bet a lot that, I mean, some streaming service is going to pick this oh, up. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. I mean, be, why would they not? Who doesn't want to see this I man would, this from, would his, be, from his origins? Yeah. I would watch the entire run of this thing, right. and, and I hate subtitle <laughs> stuff, <laughs> but I would watch this. Is I that mean, why you avoided Squid Games? Yeah, I hate <laughs> subtitles. I, well, I mean, look, I... It's hard for me to read this stuff sometimes. I'm just going to be honest. And the dubs usually suck. Too, I, so. as long as I can raise the font, make it a little bit bigger on oh, the screen, no. I'm there. I know. I, we've seen your phone, Harvey. And the text <laughs> on your phone is people I, from Africa can I, read it. I want to watch this. I'm so excited. This goes to the thing that we've talked about a lot, especially in the context of Donald Trump, is that there is no clear path to politics. There's no clear path to power. Everybody has their own 
has their own path. The typical one, right, is the the uh, you know the Ivy League education, law school, up through the ranks. That used to be. That used to be the way it is. And you know Ronald Reagan, to a large degree, threw that on his head, threw, turned that on, on his head, and certainly Donald Trump destroyed the entire narrative that that's the one way to go there. And Zelensky's, a, a, you know, another example. Well, of no, that, but right? but but I think that in a way it's an issue because I think that recently a lot of Americans said enough entertainers yep. becoming politicians. Right. Zelensky has changed that because now all of a sudden the most beloved politician in the world yep. was an entertainer. That's right. So and now it kind of resets everything where people can't make the argument that they made before because they're looking at a living, breathing hero. Right. And it's really art imitates life because in the series he plays uh, somebody that accidentally becomes just like an ordinary man that accidentally becomes U- Ukraine's president. And it kind of even sparked his political career after the series came out. And I mean, here think, he is now. Do you think John out. Goodman's like, I can really be the king of England now because he played <laughs> King Ralph once upon a time? Oh right, my God, that's right. funny. That's funny. Um, okay. By the way, and everybody's talking about Jeremy Renner playing him. We, Der- Jeremy Renner is a je- just a dead ringer for him. Yeah. Yeah, he looks just like him. Um, but it, inevitable there was going to be a movie, too. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it, too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. We are going to move on to Kanye West. Um, oh, he's Charlie. got some struggles. Okay. I, I, I will just say that we are doing this right now um, before the court hearing today. So when you're listening to this, we don't know the outcome of the court hearing. Um, I have a guess on what's going to happen, but this is insane. So Kanye has fired his fourth lawyer. And he did it very recently. He may have done it yesterday on the heels of this huge hearing that has been scheduled for months where Kim is trying to have her single status restored. This should be a very routine thing where you go in and you say, look, I just want to be single again. I know we need to deal with custody. I know we need to deal with the property settlement and the whole thing. We'll do those things later. Make me single now. People do it all the time. It's very routine. It's not routine in this case because Kanye's fourth lawyer filed these documents last Friday that we got and posted on the site. And in the documents, it's just absurd. I mean, the lawyer was saying something like, um, well, how do you know Kanye wrote those posts about Kim and Pete? Right. That's hearsay. I mean, that's right. ridiculous. Kanye's holding up a sign saying, I wasn't hacked. I mean, right. in <laughs> reference to the fact that he just made these posts. And it's he's, just yeah, a yeah. ridiculous Taking thing. credit. So right. here's what we found out. We found out, number one, Kanye fired that lawyer. Number two, that lawyer was whipsawed by Kanye that one day Kanye would go to this lawyer and say, I just want I just want this thing over. Just get it over with. Settle it. Get it over with. The next day, fight her. Fight her. Right. And this lawyer was just going back and forth. 
there were there was virtually no communication other than those you know barking those orders. Right. So the lawyer didn't know what to do, and the lawyer did it on his own. And now there's a new lawyer who's coming in. Uh, her name is Samantha Spector. Um, oh wow, she's pretty well. Very well respected. Yeah. yeah. Laura Wasser is um, is Kim Kardashian's lawyer. And Laura Wasser and Samantha Spector have squared off in the Dr. Dre case and many others. And so she's going to come into court today. My guess is Samantha Spector. And she's going to say, Your Honor, um, I just got this case. I don't know this case well enough to proceed. Right. I need a continuance. That will just mm. piss off Kim to right. no end. Right. And Laura Wasser, I would think. And I right. think we thought it was a shoe in for Kim to become single today. It like, was. You know, it's it seemed like just inevitable. It Kanye was. couldn't stop it. And it, then here we go. He is kind of stopping it in it a way. Was. This really does explain what we've, and we sort of had an idea that this was happening, but we've seen over the last few months, which is this, you know, this black and white one day, one thing, the next day, the next, a, a different thing kind of approach to this entire legal matter by Kanye. And we could never really make heads or tails for why he was doing the things he does. The reason appears to be because he's not communicating with his counsel. He's just sort of sending them in there to do whatever, whatever they thought best in the moment and then reversing course in the next breath. And it just created this really ad hoc kind of uh, legal uh, it's mumbo approach jumbo. that what, really made no what, sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. And ultimately, I mean, Kanye is going to get divorced, yeah. whether he wants to or not. He is going to get divorced. Right. And, you know, at a point. But you he know, thinks he's buying time well, to he win may, her back. You know what? And honestly, maybe he will buy time at this time. But if he keeps doing it, at a point, the judge is going to say this is ridiculous. Well, not only the judge, but Kim Kardashian. From everything we, all the tea leaves we're reading, is getting more and more frustrated with his conduct. Oh, she wants out. She wants and out. Wants out more now than ever. And so the idea that he's going to eventually win her back is just more here, of the madness. Here, of here's my recon. Yeah, she can't one out more than she already does. <laughs> right. No, I, I'm right. serious. She just wants right. this over. Right. And because it's damaging the family. Yes. And and. And the kids are getting older. They're able to start reading this stuff, hearing it on the school they are grounds. Pissed, they are pissed off about this move. Yeah. They are really pissed off about the fact that this is now, you know, it looks like there may be a continuance. Ugh. I mean, honestly, the, ju the judge could say, look, this is ridiculous. Um, all she wants is her single status restored. And if you're worried that she's going to abscond with all of Kanye's money, number one, there's a prenup that you haven't even objected to. And number two... It's not like, what is she going to do? Spend a billion right. of Kanye's right. money? Right. And there are mechanisms to account for that anyways. You can tie up money. You, that, I mean, that's the, not going to fly. The yeah. judge could just say, screw this. Yeah. We're going to grant the divorce. You can get up to speed and we'll deal with the property settlement and the custody issues later. Or the judge can grant a continuance. The continuance is the easy way out. Judges typically do it. Yes. But this feels like an abuse. Yes. Yeah, and all of his advances have been, like, very obsessive, where he's, like, posting things on social media, like, begging her back, like, talking crap about her new boyfriend, Pete Davidson. Roses. Yeah, sad. he's literally brought in a, an identical Kim to be his side girl now. Chaney Jones, we've seen tons of photos of them, where she literally is wearing the same sunglasses and look as Kim, just as, like, a stand-in until she comes back. And by the way, this is not a way to get a woman back. Well, he's not getting her back. <laughs> he is not getting her back. Um, let's move on to Paris Jackson. This this is really interesting. It's super interesting. So she is uh, going on tour. And there are, it, there are promoters that you get along the way to help you in the tour. And she is partnered with AEG. 
AEG is a huge company that does a lot of promotion. Which on the surface, you wouldn't question it because AEG works with a ton of celebrities that are going on the road. She's got a huge solo career that she's looking to launch. So you wouldn't think there's anything interesting until you break it down. Yeah. And the, the, the interesting thing is that the Jackson family, in particular Catherine Jackson, uh, Paris's grandma, sued AEG for wrongful death in the death of Michael Jackson, right. saying that AEG was responsible, that AEG hired Conrad Murray, um, and that they didn't do the proper due diligence. There was also evidence in the trial that AEG was trying to strong arm Murray and said, look, who's paying the bills? We are not Michael. And that ultimately, AEG won that lawsuit. Right. right. They won the lawsuit because they said, uh, the jury said Michael Jackson was a drug addict and mm, was responsible for his own decisions. And his and, own health. And his own health. And they're not responsible for the patient, doctor-patient relationship between Murray and Jackson. But no matter how that lawsuit, you know, ended and was settled, as the Michael Jackson family, you still probably don't have like any kind of closure and you probably still have some like a bad taste in your mouth. So you would assume that Paris Jackson being his daughter would not want anything to do with them. So her choosing to continue to have a relationship with them and go on tour is interesting. So very insane. There's two ways to think about this. Number one, AEG is an enormous, very qualified, very successful promotional company. And she wants the best. She's launching a tour. She's trying to get famous. She's trying to launch a singing career, the whole thing. And she wants the best in AEG. And it's going internationally. And the limits, you know, she's going to Paris. And they're going to promote it in Paris. So you want somebody really good. On the other hand, or is this, is she sort of telegraphing that she is okay with what AEG did? She doesn't hold them at all accountable. Look, a jury said they're not. Yeah, definitely possible. The jury said they're ultimately not legally accountable. But that doesn't mean they didn't do anything wrong. The jury doesn't find you you did nothing wrong. They just found out that the ultimate cause of his death was his own decisions. Is she saying, look, I've looked into it and just nothing they did bothered me. They're not responsible for my father's death and therefore I feel completely comfortable going with them. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, she could have, she could be thinking that or, yeah, I mean, she could just be thinking, look, the way I see it, uh, Conrad Murray uh, is the one who administered the propofol that killed Michael Jackson. And did he ever get in trouble for that? For the uh, whole Michael Jackson thing? Conrad Murray? He went to jail, right? He went to prison. Yeah, he went to prison. He was found guilty and went to prison. Uh, so, look, I mean, she's been through it. And, you know, hopefully, and and I hope her career goes well because, honestly, she's really had, She seems like a really fascinating, smart. She's really interesting. Introspective. And yep. beautiful, too. Be- a Great beautiful singer. young woman, yeah. She's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, good luck to her. Matthew McConaughey. Okay, so this is Harvey loves this story. No, this really bothers me. (laughs) Oh, it bothers you. Well, it bothers me because Matthew McConaughey. You want to know what product it was? I want to. What Matthew McConaughey said a lot. What I'm pissed off about is what he didn't say. Yeah. So Matthew McConaughey um, seems still harboring a grudge against a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon who has been going around telling people that he got him uh, he he got him hair plugs. That basically, um, Matt McConaughey was going bald, and, and his, there's before photos too, oh, where his he hair looks, was thinning. His yeah, hair he was, has oh, like two he, parking he said, lots. He said all oh, he yeah. had was a silver dollar of hair on the on the crown of his head, nothing else. He yeah. he ended up shaving his head, and then all of a sudden 
he says he was using something that turned everything around. And he says, this doctor is lying. I get this topical ointment and I rub it into my scalp once a day for 10 minutes. I also, you know, I was fully committed. I was fully committed to it. No, no propitia, no nothing. It was just manual labor. That's all I can tell you is it came, it came back, right? I ran into this guy, this really renowned guy in, in, in Beverly Hills. He goes, every year for the past five years, when we go to our international hair transplant um, convention, we always bring your picture up. And, he, and the, the, the director asked the audience, who did this for, for Matthew? The last two years, there's this very renowned hair transplant guy from like from like Denmark or something. He said, I did it. And he goes, I can't wait to bust this guy next year when he raises his hand. And I go, no, I saw McConaughey's hairline. He doesn't have any hair transplants. Okay, so he says it's a guy from Denmark. Here's the thing. So he says it's not Propecia. Isn't Propecia um, Rogaine? It's the same thing, right? They're competing products. Okay, same so idea. if yeah. he didn't use Rogaine, Matt, what the hell did you use? People need to know. It's really a public service at this point. It's a total yeah. public service. He's a very charitable guy, but apparently not to have people with hair loss. What you did know? he and use? And great results, too. What did yeah. he use? Yeah. And 10 years ago, he said that he started using this, right? I thought he said 20. Oh, 20 years ago. So there was very few, like, legitimate products at that time that could have done this transformation. Well, I can speak for a friend. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> Call him the there, Shmevin. Yeah. There, there was Rogaine. Uh, and and I don't know what he used, but he said it wasn't Propecia. So yeah. it couldn't have been that. What did he use? Unless he's making it up. Unless yeah. he's making it up. I, I, I believe him, though. Me Honestly, too. I, but yeah. do those hair products really work? Like, I use some, like, hair grower stuff for me, just, like, in the very front. I have, like, little thinning, like, baby hairs. And I've used it religiously for four months, and I've seen no difference. Well, I, I listen. I'm, I'm with you, sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of our, one of our uh, employees here. He's a lawyer. We would name names. Uses it religiously. Oh, you mean Does the it other, rhyme the with other lawyer? Rarick? It rhymes with Rarick, and uh, he, he uses it. He swears by those products. Now he actually well, breaks he dyes the his and, hair. Well, too. he also takes uh, the Rogaine. He breaks the pills in half to save money. Oh. True story. I, I oh but, my god, I am <laughs> not surprised. I, I can't even hear this. But uh, look, I believe him. I mean, he wouldn't be leading in this hard if he was. Yeah, I, I totally but believe also, him. But I want to know what it is. But if if let's say Matthew McConaughey is lying, he did in fact get hair plugs. That doctor couldn't like release those medical documents ever. Like he could never no, it's prove. Doctor, it's no, you can only say it when it's not true. Then it's not a violation. Then it's not a violation device. because it's a lie. Potentially. Oh, no, it's not God. defamation because there's no scorn and ridicule. Right. Okay, we'll see you Friday, folks.